Fatu, Marada. <laughs> The Carpenter Rants. Woo, all right, let's do this. Um, hey, everybody, and welcome to a brand new show, um, but really just the same show. Um, <laughs> different name for the next four weeks. Uh, this is Ash versus TCR. I'm your host, Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Uh, we will, uh, if the name did not clue you in, be going through the entire uh, Evil Dead film franchise, um, just like we just got done doing with uh, Friday the 13th. Uh, we're going to watch the movies, we're going to talk about them, we're going to tell you why you should love them or hate them, um, but I don't hate any of these. This is a real, this is a nice franchise to be in. Um <laughs> It's a nice franchise. It's a nice franchise, yeah. Um, yeah, nice. so, uh, of course, uh, logically, we'll be kicking off with the original, uh, The Evil Dead. And we're going to go all the way through um, the 2009 remake, Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to be touching the television series because that's a lot of content and um you guys can go check that out for yourself i think most of it's on netflix and we haven't seen it yeah we haven't seen it so um i hear it's good but uh you know if we start getting into reviewing tv shows then i'm gonna want to do mash and then that'll be all this show is for the next 20 years so uh (laughs) This is all leading up to Mashcast. I thought that's what the the main goal of it was. Pod Mash. Um, Suicide is painless. <laughs> Suicide is painless. Um, well, uh, <laughs> it really is when you think about it. Um, no contest this time because you guys were a bunch of turds. Um, <laughs> Yeah, doo-doo butts. Uh, well, two people won some really cool stuff, as you heard last week. and uh, Yeah, the people that entered. And we just we just even added more cool stuff to it. So, And we're not even going to tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, I wish I knew. Nope, because you didn't win it, so mm, fuck off. Because you didn't bother. But if you'd like to write in and tell us how much you're enjoying the show, uh, it is carpenterrantspod at gmail.com. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell us how much you like that new theme song. And... Uh, other things. Mm-hmm. So are we going to have like titles this time? We were counselors before. Um, I, you know, I thought about it, but not for a long time. Um, I was introduced to a new word upon watching uh-oh. this film. Okay. Which I, I had seen Evil Dead before, excuse me, I had seen the Evil Dead before, uh-huh. but it's been so long and I, I hadn't, remembered hardly enough of it to I just consider this my first watching but okay. um, I, I noticed a word I'd never seen before that I really dug into was shimp yes Maybe oh yeah shimps yeah what was that all about um, I know they were all stand-ins <clears throat> um, but then that's what he like, called the stand-in yeah but what was 
fake shimps? Yeah, because well, he he loves he loves the three stooges. So he just called them all shimps. I did see a little bit of uh, influence from three stooges in my research <laughs> in my very very tiny bit of research. You'll see that in every one of his films, even yeah. like the super serious ones. What's that one with? Uh, damn it! What's that one with Billy Bob Thornton? He did. Oh um, shit. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember. But anyway, uh, Sam Raimi really, really loves slapstick. So a simple that, plan. It's in every one. Of his. Thank you. Yeah, it's in one. Uh, it's a big influence of his, and it's in all of his movies. He he puts it in somewhere. Well, okay. So you want to be shimps? Sure. All right. Sure. We'll be your shimps. Um, I dig it. Hi, I'll be your shimp this evening. <laughs> How's the shimp? Mm-hmm. Don't take no shimp. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to contribute to this. <laughs> You're not going to talk anymore the whole episode. Nope. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about the evil dead now. Um, Doug, give us the um, when did this movie come out? And I mean for real, not that first premiere. Uh, October fifteenth, nineteen eighty-one. That's the first premiere. The movie did not release theatrically until uh, March of eighty-three. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Something weird. Okay, I, I believe you. I did some. I did. I dug in on a little bit that it premiered for like some people, but um, like the cast. That was the premiere um, that Raimi put on himself yes. in their hometown. Yeah. So the um, only other premiere I have is the uh, UK premiere, which was January seventeenth, eighty three. Yeah, the movie was movie was wide released in March of that year, so um, it was done. Okay. It was done for almost two years before it came out. Maybe that's why I saw so much conflict, conflicting stuff when I was looking into because I saw seventy nine as one date. Yeah, that's when that's they when start, they filmed it. Yeah, that's started when they filming started, it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was a you know it's a it's a real low budget movie. There's also some reshoots that uh, cause Scott to have long hair and then short hair and then long hair again. If you didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I didn't notice. That. I did <laughs> notice some crazy hair changes in this. Uh, yeah, this there's film, some. But yeah uh but not scotty's yeah and i hear and from what i read the uh filming of the movie was not um always pleasant oh no it was a terrible experience for everybody yeah they all just lived in that cabin like 13 Mm -hmm. people sharing a bedroom for you know they were all sleeping in the floor and it had no plumbing and all that good stuff freaking freezing yeah it was winter time yeah um so many of them got ill Mm-hmm. But uh, aren't we glad they did? Because they uh, made a movie that I like a lot. I lost that. What was that? That they made a classic. They sure did. Um, so let's talk about it, folks. Let's talk about Sam Raimi's 1983, The Evil Dead. And what was the budget on this, Doug? The budget was uh, $350,000. Mm-hmm. And it made twenty nine point four million. Kids, that's a success. Mm-hmm. That's a smash success, as most horror tends to be um, when it works. Um, 
even bad horror movies uh, make a ton of money usually. So yeah, this was. Uh, very... It was also a uh, a hit with all the critics and such too. Like yeah. Stephen King is a huge fan of this movie. Yes, and I believe. And who was... uh, um, created the Cannes Film Festival mm-hmm. liked it so much, he produced it. Like throwing some money and all that good stuff. Nice to help get it released. Um, yeah, it is, and I'll and I think um, critically it was so successful because um, I think the horror movie landscape at the time was a lot of like sequels to shitty slasher movies, and um, well, and, we're in the heart of the slasher, yeah, um, genre right now, at least, yeah definitely are and um you know there was like 82 there were like of course like you know the thing had come out um but it was buried by et and like uh poltergeist had come out and was and did very well so anytime a movie came out and was like different um it, people really noticed and i think this one um very very different from the typical um horror movies you would have seen at the movieplex uh that particular year mm-hmm. uh starting with just like the opening pov shots across the water um just right away it's just uh right away the cinematography um it feels very independent it feels very low budget but it's also really unique to anything else that you're going to be seeing um, yeah, they made film. a steady cam. Um, they made a steady cam out of like taping a camera to a two by four, and two people were holding it still and walking with it. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah, it's it. It felt you know you can tell that like <laughs> hey a studio didn't put this out, but at the same time the visuals yeah. are so unique to Sam Raimi that it um, it's pretty eye catching. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I wrote this movie drips with Sam Raimi style. Yep. Which people would go on to, uh, which people would go on to mimic and recreate uh, even to this day. So, um, let's see. So, we've got these opening POV shots, and then we meet our heroes. Um, we have uh, Scott, Ash, Linda, Cheryl, and Shelley. Shelly. I feel like Cheryl and Shelly's names could have been a little different. Same. Um, given that they didn't... Nah. <laughs> given that there were only it's five good. characters in this film. The five characters in the movie and Cheryl and Shelly really, you know... They don't do a whole lot to stand out. <laughs> um, Cheryl, straight hair, Shelly, curly hair. Yes. There, there you go. <laughs> Their fates remain the same, though. <laughs> True debt. Um... So this movie, the uh, I wrote the score, the editing, uh, everything plays into the unsettling nature and tone of the film, like immediately. The way these fast cuts um, and these like kind of you know sharp like piano notes or you know everything is just kind of the movie is immediately unsettling. Um, mm-hmm. Like, there's not really that part of the movie where you're like, oh, we're still safe. Like, from the get-go, it's just like, I'm uncomfortable with everything. Like, even just the way it's shot, you're just like, it's jarring. And, like, there's no point where you feel like, you know, um, 
there's no point where you feel safe when the movie starts. Uh, we got a young Bruce Campbell looking like Brian Horn. With that eyebrow. Yep. That one eyebrow. Yeah. That one eyebrow <laughs> and that, <laughs> that glorious chin. Like, even at a young age, that chin is just... He's a handsome dude. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, um, I hit it. <laughs> I still would. Because uh, now he's got stories to tell. Like, you know. While you hit it. Yeah. Um, also, as like prolific as the character of Ash is, mm-hmm. I never knew that his name was actually Ashley. Ashley. Ash was yep. short yeah. for Ashley. Ashley Williams. Yep. <clears throat> um, Ash definitely sounds more badass than yeah Ashley. than Ashley. Yeah, I think that's the idea. Because uh, he is a wiener for about ninety percent of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's lots of uh, in the car there's lots of Raimi dialogue character interaction like you know it's very <laughs> silly um, you know and, and that's just uh, that's just how he makes movies like that carries over through everything he's ever done there's just these like his character development is very um, light you know what I'm saying does that make yeah. sense um uh, so we get to the cabin. Um, there's a really cool shot from like of that swing on the porch. And there's this like nice shot like from down the back of the swing, and then you see the car pull up, and you see the kids get out. Uh, just looks really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, well, but before we get there, we they have to cross that bridge. Yes, the dangerous bridge. <clears throat> now, did any of you notice when they were crossing the bridge, right when they first got on it, Bruce Campbell was outside standing by the bridge? No. As he was delivering dialogue, like over the, the shot of them going on the bridge. Amazing. No, I missed that entirely. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I did notice yeah. one... Uh... Sorry, I did notice one like one blooper in this in this movie, but it's it's not for a little bit. Okay, well I'm sure there's plenty. Um, I did. Yeah, there, there's tons. Oh, actually, it's it's pretty soon. Sorry. Um, um I do want to point out the porch swing was the first of some very out there sound stuff. Sound did so much in this movie. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. The sound oh, yeah. artists, fully whatever they mm-hmm. they had their work cut out. And they yeah. did a lot of a lot of work, and it paid off. So yeah, starting with that swing banging, yeah, just on the knocking front of the into the, which mm-hmm. stops as soon as uh, Scott as, soon gets, as uh, Scott gets on the porch. Yeah, um, and then there's uh, keys to the cabin on just the oldest medieval key ring you've ever seen. <laughs> um, it looked like the Andy Griffith key ring that they used to unlock the jail. <laughs> it did. Uh, filmed in Tennessee, by the way. Um, Morristown, Morristown, Tennessee. Morristown. Represent. And some in Detroit. Did I say that correctly? Maybe. Yeah, Someone's that's where Detroit. they're all from. They're from Michigan. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, um, so here we are in the cabin and... Um, it is uh, not what you would call homey. 
Um, it's pretty nope. run, pretty run down, ramshackle little building. Um, this was an abandoned. I was like, who the fuck would rent this out for people to stay? In? Yeah, like uh, this was an abandoned cabin, uh, from what I understand. They didn't build this. This was a cabin that was just out in the woods that they. Found. No, it was there. Yeah, someone yeah. owned it, yeah. and still owns that property and stuff. The yeah. cabin has like burned down, and the only thing that remains is the fireplace. Interesting. And like people will go to that town and get their picture with the fireplace and also get shot at by the owner because it's private property. Oh, God. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm not, you know me. I don't, uh, <laughs> you all know me by this point in time. I don't believe in uh, ghosts. <laughs> <No>. and... <laughs> you know what I do for a living? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't believe in boogans and demons and such, but. Um, I believe in shotguns. Yeah, I do. I would never. I I also believe that the woods are scary. I would never go out into the woods. Uh, oh, they're really scary in this movie. Yeah, um, would never go out into the woods uh, looking for this filming location. Um, all right, so uh, we're oh, in... here's where my blooper is. Oh, okay. Before we scoot past this next thing, uh, when Scotty, <laughs> when Scotty is. Scoop boot boot scoop boogie. Uh, when Scotty's just initially <laughs> touring the cabin, you can see the reflection of a cameraman in one of the windows. Nice. And, yeah. Um, before we give him a break, that's where they live. Before we continue, um, uh, speaking of bloopers, uh, when we recorded the uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the last episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I said the adorable phrase "hornshoe." Um, oh yeah, I call you. <laughs> yeah, and we made fun of me um, endlessly, and it was real cute. Um, but uh, I also said it the night before on the bonus pod because as I was putting that together, um, I was. Did listening. I not catch you? No, it just flew right by. I apologize, man. You are. I'll be sure to make it harder next time. You are cutting out bad. Yay! Just a heads up. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, I said it, and then I said it again the next night. So, just a big old, nah. a big old dumb here. Um, let's see. Uh, now we're hanging out in the cabin. Uh, Cheryl's hanging out <laughs> by the window sketching a picture of a clock as you do yeah and then there's lots of uh it's real windy out on this particular evening Satan um, wind yeah and <laughs> we got that you know we got those southeastern satan winds whipping through here and uh they're back time of year and um on the wind you can hear the voices saying join us um, at which point Cheryl's hand becomes possessed and then sketches mm-hmm. a picture of a book with a face on it. As the clock yes. stops ticking. Yeah, as the and clock sticks. stops ticking. I wish I'd noted what time. And the time. pendulum stops swinging. <laughs> what time was it when this happened? You know what? I should have looked. Yeah, we're just thinking the same thing. You know, I'm going to think midnight or okay. 3 a.m. because that's yeah. usually the Satan. Yeah, according to your wife, that's the witching hour. Um, I was hoping it was like six. Every hour is the witching hour, according to my wife. (laughs) 
Let's see. Uh, what do you say, Kendall? I keep cutting you off. No, I was, I was hoping it was like 6.06 in six seconds. <laughs> yeah. Spooky like that. Yeah, that horrifying it's number. 6066. Six. <laughs> That's it. 60606. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. So as is, and then the uh, the cellar door starts rattling. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll cut to cute dinner. Everyone's eating. I would not want to eat in this cabin either. It's super gross. Well, when we first cut super away gross. from that disturbing banging cellar door, there's like. A, a remnant of blood, red drink that they're mixing in that blender. Oh yeah, they're. Uh, mm-hmm. Are they making Bloody Marys at ten o'clock at night? I don't know exactly what they're making, like daiquiris maybe. Oh yeah, maybe daiquiris. You're right. I didn't think about that. But they were very clearly like blood red. Mm-hmm. Um. So Ash starts making a toast, and then uh, the basement door flies open. And mm-hmm. then um, they all, not really concerned, they all just kind of get up and walk into the next room to look at it. <laughs> they're like, what? And this is where we They're first... just like, son of a bitch. I'm like, hey, that door open. Let's all. It's not like, hey, that was terrifying. Like when I thought your basement door was opening a couple weeks ago, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> Which it didn't. That was a picture falling. Oh, God. <laughs> Still. That's uh, scarier. Uh, but this, to, <laughs> to my knowledge, is the first time that we get kind of a glimpse at how shitty Scotty is. Yeah. Uh, because Real shit heel. everyone's yep. trying to convince themselves it's just an animal. It's it's nothing down there. And he uh, tells, tells somebody, that's the Mommy stupidest thing Mommy used to run those off with heard. a broom. Gump cast. Gump cast. Each week we just discuss a different aspect of the same movie. Don't worry, folks. We'll run out of stuff eventually. We'll get there. Um, so Scotty goes down into the cellar. He's gone for a bit. Ash decides to follow him. Um, and then they say something I thought was real weird. He's like, give me a flashlight. And she's like, we only brought the one. I'm like, when you're in the middle of nowhere, you brought one flashlight? <clears throat> well, hey... Don't worry, because they had the dimmest lantern that ever existed <laughs> on hand. Yeah, they did. Just give me that lantern that has like that puts off exactly no light. Um, it's got it's got one match in it. Like that's all. <laughs> um, so here we get like we're panning through shots of the cellar. Uh, there's lots of just dripping pipes and. And it's like, <laughs> did you notice that it wasn't just like water? It was something like viscous, like yeah, gooey it was like dripping? black almost. Yeah, it was gross. Mm-hmm. Um, That's evil. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, we've seen that before in John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Some Satan slime, folks. If you haven't checked out John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, uh, you should, and then uh, head on back and listen to the old Carpenter Rants episode where we break it down. Check out the. Satan yeah, slime, check everybody. <laughs> the Satan Slime archives. Uh, um, <laughs> we also have unsettling piano notes all throughout this. Uh, mm-hmm. Just more, you know, 
creepy movie. Um, Ash opens the world's creakiest door. This door creaks mm-hmm. for like 10 solid seconds. It's just like... I was like, wow, that's... He's opening that door slowly. <laughs> um, and of course... It's all the moisture in the air in Tennessee. You know, oh. humidity in the state. And put, <laughs> put that into effect. And then of course, Scotty jumps out scares him like a real prick yeah Scotty sucks mm, he does um, and they find um, all kinds of cool stuff down here in the cellar might be some Satan's in Doug's house uh, there's a kid screaming <laughs> upstairs for One some reason <laughs> uh, oh Hopefully it's not a random black-eyed child that just fucking appeared on my doorstep. <laughs> Join us. Um, okay, so here's some things we find in the cellar. Uh, the Necronomicon. <clears throat> Which is never named yeah. in this film. Uh, yeah, they called it something else. Book of the Dead. Called something else. Yeah. Uh, no, it has a, a fancy name. Hang on. Yeah. Keep talking. I'll find it. Yeah. Kandarian something? Something. The... Naturian Demanto. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. did say some weird Which Latin means stuff or something. Translates to Book of the Dead. Now, right. later on, we call it Necronomicon des Muertes, but mm-hmm. uh, but it's the Necronomicon. That looks like a high school art student threw it together in like forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, with some absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> And also, it didn't seem like there was anything to read in there. It was just like it was somebody's sketchbook. It was Satan's sketchbook. That's Satan's picture book. <laughs> High school art sketchbook. Um, there's also a dagger uh, that can kill demons and Jasons. Um, and it's got something ugly on it that Scotty says looks like Ash's ex-girlfriend. Because mm-hmm. Scotty sucks. Uh, we find a tape recorder that's in remarkably good shape. Mm-hmm. And a torn Hills Have Eyes poster. Now, about that. Let's talk about that. Um, uh, who the hell hung that up? Did the uh, <laughs> the professor hang it up while he was doing his research? I, He's like, I'm trying to figure out what all these Satans are, but I got to have my movie poster on the wall. <laughs> I love the Hills Have Eyes. Um, <laughs> I know why it's there. <clears throat> in the real world but i i cannot translate that to why it would be there in the film it makes absolutely no sense yeah i i i don't guess it's there to make sense i guess it's just there because uh they're saying hey west craven how's it going apparently um in the hills have eyes there's a room where there's a torn poster of jaws um hanging somewhere and apparently that was Wes Craven's like you think Jaws is scary well check out the hills have eyes Um, so Uh, so that's why the evil dead is playing in uh, a nightmare on M street yep that's exactly what it is okay it's a fun little party yep full circle man Mm -hmm. um yeah so it it all comes back around, but I guess they were saying, "Oh yeah, Wes Craven." Well, 
we're the new kings of horror now. So, but we got posters too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you want to keep it in the realm of the movie and the characters, it makes no sense that this poster would be there at all because everything yeah, else no. there is uh, ancient. Um, mm-hmm. And the only person who'd been there recently was the doctor. So he and his wife were there. So maybe, um, maybe they just loved. I don't know. Maybe some like random local teenagers go and like fuck in the basement or something, Ooh, and they have to have that poster. Fuck basement. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. have to have it. <laughs> I didn't catch that at first. <laughs> This helps me perform. I gotta look at the top half of this Hills Have Eyes poster or I can't finish. Only the top half. Torn poster fetish. Yeah. That's, well, that's a, a you know what? That's a that's that's a harmless fetish. Sure. Yeah. I'll hurt, go for it. Ain't hurt nobody. Um let's soul. see. Um, okay, so they bring the tape recorder upstairs and they start playing it. Now we're hearing the doctor describe the book and um, what it is and uh, this evil that he's been researching and um, I really like that and I know you guys mentioned this earlier that I feel like Sam Raimi doesn't waste a lot of time on clumsy exposition I kind of like that this is really the only exposition that really exists in this it's kind of the background stuff uh, of this doctor I would say so Yeah, um, um, I like that yeah, like basically, he's just trying to establish that the dead are in fact evil. Yeah, and they come back, and he also teaches you how to kill them too. And it, mm-hmm. you're right. It is, it is a nice way for it to be done, where it's not just someone who's like, who just happens to know all the. No one had to get their fingers broken to learn how to kill the dead in this movie. There's no Creighton Duke style exposition happening. Man, it's crazy that that movie and this movie take place in the same universe. Yeah, I know. It's really bizarre. Um, really bizarre. Thanks to Adam Marcus. Another- so, the new Evil Dead 2, if it ever gets made, I expect Creighton Duke to show up. Yeah, it should be Creighton Duke and Mia teaming up to take down uh, Jason. <laughs> Jason and Satan. Jayton. All right. I feel good about it. <laughs> Will Smith, son? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yes. Oh, uh, I do want to say something here. Um, another look at Scott being just just a dick. Just a uh, real Scott. Yeah. While they're listening to these tapes, one uh, Scott calls uh, the doctor, the researcher, whatever, a turd, and one of the girls calls him a turd and he says I'm going to break your face because that's okay to say to someone that's all Sorry. Uh, that's so Scott typical Scott if your name's Scott we don't even want you to listen but tell your friends to um, let's yeah. see uh, so that as they're listening to the tape recorder um, the doctor's reciting the incantations or something i don't know it it awakens the demons um which was already awake because they followed the car to the cabin it's very true well maybe they were like maybe they were awake do what now i guess it woke up his friends 
Yeah, maybe they were awake, but like didn't have their full power until um... until they hired Jason to go and kill a bunch <laughs> of people. Yes. Are we supposed to draw anything from the car that was already wrecked in the lake at the beginning that we saw? No, but I thought about that. Uh, but then again, I was like, hey, there's something telling you not to go there. But then again, it's Tennessee and there's just random shit everywhere. That is true. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe we're putting too much thought into it. Maybe. I believe it, we're thinking about it. Maybe unless it was the doctor's car. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe the woods didn't let him leave. Or whatever. Yeah, it's very possible. Maybe. Let's um, go with that. That sounds good. Yeah, I think Raimi thought all this through. Um, mm-hmm. Tree smashes through the window, terrifies everybody. Um, the girls were already upset because they didn't want to hear the tape anymore, but Scott's like, nah, it's funny. Let's keep playing it. Bam, Scott. And uh, <laughs> literal lines of dialogue. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> um, so then the tree smashes through the window, scares everybody. Um Especially Cheryl. Especially Cheryl. Cheryl was not happy about any of this. She's already been spooked a little bit anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's the one that had that Satan hand. Which, um, she's Ash's sister, by the way. I don't know if we established that. That is not established that I'm aware of. I know that toward the end, Cheryl does say something to Ash about being <laughs> she mentioned something about being or the demon possessing her mentioned mm-hmm. something about cheryl being his sister I don't weird know, I, I missed it was very yeah. offhanded i've seen this movie a bunch and i didn't know that hmm. apparently that same actress returns in the series plays the same character but a dead version like he goes back to the original cabin and she's there hanging out or something yeah. like that gotta watch this show but Watch the series, folks, because we're not covering that. Yeah, we're not talking right about it. Right for uh, reviews of uh, that episode. Now. So we can learn more. Um, I've, I've talked to some diehard um, Evil Dead fans who liked the first season, but into the second season, they lost interest completely. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's what one person told me that but I've seen some I did see some other people that were like I really like it but it's not great and it did get cancelled so um, it wasn't pulling tons of viewers but uh, that's not going to inform my opinion of it I'm going to watch it and check it out but um, I don't think it did have mass appeal because it's such a niche thing yeah like the fans of it are fans but it's not like you know we all know Bruce Campbell, but I, there's plenty of people who have no idea who the fuck he is. Like, you know, we're yeah, yeah. He's this is a cult film for sure. All three of them are honestly. Um, the one that probably yeah. had the most, uh, the one that people probably saw most was the original. And I bet, I mean, the remake. And I bet that when that came out, people were then led to the original films because of it. Because uh, now, Evil Dead One is like one of the biggest cult. Has one of the biggest cult followers. Yeah, definitely. But I'm, I'm just saying, like mainstream. All right, I got you. Yeah. Um, anyway, where were we? Ash um, and Linda flirting. Ash and Linda, little gift exchange. Oh, yeah. uh, where he's pretending to be asleep while holding a, a present on his knee. 
Um, you play mm-hmm. that, that really cute little glancing game. Back yeah, there's just lots of tight shots of eyeballs like glancing back and forth at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, gives her a necklace, and then um, there's a really great shot here where like he puts the necklace on her, and then they're kissing, and it's like shot through the window, and it's just lit really nicely. And it's the, mm-hmm. you know, it's the POV uh, uh, Satan's watching. Of them. the evil. Yeah, it's the, yeah. P.O. evil. Um, nah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. This is my last <laughs> appearance here. We'll retreat in shame. Um, so then, um, so then that, uh, so then the evil like so we pan down the cabin and we look through some other windows and we catch half of a side boob uh Shelley's I believe mm-hmm. and then we stop on Cheryl and she's uh in her um her bathrobe uh, yeah her bathrobe and her and her nighty and then she hears the voices on the wind again say join us and then she does what every um, uh, smart Rob? individual oh, would do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's just like every other broad. No, um, when See, you hear running towards it. Yeah, when you hear a creepy noise outside, you just uh, just go outside. Just walk out into the woods alone. You don't tell anybody else. Um, no. Nope. And she didn't do like a perimeter, like let me look around the cabin. She just went. She just walked all the way into the woods. Is that Satan? Hang on a minute. Yeah, she's <laughs> she fucked off into the woods, and uh, <laughs> and then my next note just oh, says it. tree rape. Do what? <laughs> yeah, and the woods fuck back. Oh, they do. Uh, tree rape, folks. Yep. Yep. That is some uh, some penetration. Yeah. Um, yeah. Forcefully. Holy shit. Yeah, the tree holds her down, gra- wraps around her legs. Spears are right in the cooter. Yes. Right in that cooter. Yeah. Speared right in the cooter. <laughs> that was the working title for this film. Uh, yeah. That's what it says on her tombstone. <laughs> Ash carved it himself. Um, there's there's a moment where she's the the tree has ripped her clothes off and she's covering her breast, and then the tree grabs her wrist and pulls it back. Like that tree wanted to see yeah. that titty. <laughs> like, yeah, that twig's all about that titty. Mm-hmm. The titty twig. Titty twig. That was the second title of the movie, also shot down by the studio. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay, so after uh, tree penetration, she uh, she gets loose, runs back to the oh, cabin. Yes, and she does. <laughs> <laughs> it was an oak, if you know what I'm saying. Um, Yikes! <laughs> uh, she runs back to the cabin, and the POV chases her. Um, what you know? What I like is when um what you like and i know it's probably a result of just what they had to work with 
but when the evil moves through the trees, it like knocks trees over and shit. Like it knocks stuff out. That of was way. Sam Raimi holding the camera and literally running through a field and jumping over shit. Yeah, it's great. And I know it's like yeah. and I know it's because they didn't have the ability to like just move like wind, but I like the idea that it's a force that's like breaking things yeah. and like knocking stuff down. I and think you that's you can see its movement like stepping over things. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um Again, I know it's a. I know it was probably a necessity to be filmed that way, but I think that it ends up being a. Really it, it works so well. I mean, yeah. like, if you ain't got no money for a monster, fucking, uh, my monster's invisible. Here it is. Yeah, exactly. And it worked. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> did that once too. Um, it did. <laughs> to varying degrees of success. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I oh. did. I liked here where she. Um, well, first off, very tropey. She run as she's running back to the cabin. She falls like every three feet, <laughs> um, and is screaming hysterically. Um, when she gets to the cabin door and it's locked, you can hear her heartbeat as she. Is, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like panicking, trying to get the door open, um, and just plays more into how sound was just so important in this, and really made this really really scary for me. This movie was horrifying to me, but um, oh, it's scary. Yeah, I'll yeah, save when, that question for last. Let's see how your overall feeling towards it was. Um, yeah, it was very scary, <laughs> very, very <laughs> unsettling. Um, but one of the scariest parts, uh, the oh, these noises. It's like giving me chills just thinking about it. But when Ash grabs her from inside to bring her back in, you hear those like demonic, like oh, like they missed out on getting her. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that. I was watching this by myself. Um, I'm proud of you. Uh, Me too. Um, Cheryl is like, she's not going to stay in the cabin. Like, she's leaving. She's like, the woods attacked me. And Ash is trying to, like, you know reason with her but she's like she's not gonna stay here another minute so she wants ash to take her somewhere into town she wants him to take that car that they made a point to say had just gotten a tune-up yes earlier on in the movie and of course uh the car doesn't start but eventually it does and so um they go off. Uh, why did they stop in the woods the first time? Why did Ash get out? Because I was taking a note and I don't remember. I think he remembered they coming across the bridge, the bridge and it was foggy. I don't know why he wouldn't have just told her, hey, I'm going to check and make sure this bridge isn't Yeah, gone. that's right. That's right. Um, I forgot how foggy. There's a lot of fog in this movie. A whole lot. A lot of that budget was a, mm -hmm. a fog machine. This is a remake of John Carpenter's The Fog. Hey, guys, check out the archives. Carpenter rants. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all connected, baby. Um, that's my new thing. Uh, hope you guys like it. <laughs> um, so she gets out of the car. She's looking for Ash, and then um, they get to. Uh, she comes across the bridge, and we see the bridge has been completely destroyed, and they're trapped there. And that's pretty horrifying. And, like the the beams are like bent up, and like. Yeah, something. Yeah, all bent, twisted, and completely fucked up. Yeah, like it could have just been like, oh, the bridge collapsed, but no, like it looks like something destroyed it. Um, 
which is spooky. Very. Mm, Are you there? Yeah, I'm just reading my notes, sorry. Um, I wrote the struggle in the headlights is beautiful, so I guess they're like... I guess they're only lit by those headlights at one point, and they're kind of like... Yes. Um, tangling with each other. I don't remember, but I wrote the note, so... Um, so now we're back at the house and, uh, Ash is listening to the tape recorder again. And as you mentioned, like now he's learning the steps for defeating the evil, like dismembering the bodies and, and such. And, uh, I feel like it's important to make note that he is listening on headphones. No one else can hear this. Yes. No one else mm, can yeah, hear that the dismembering is, uh. That's the way to do it. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I noticed that, but I didn't take note of that. But there is a little continuity issue later on with that, because Ash was the only one that heard this. But anyway, <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> you pointed out something I didn't notice, and now uh, pointing out why I shouldn't have noticed it. <laughs> um, so they're sitting there, and Cheryl's just kind of like looking out the window. And um, while Linda and Shelly are playing like a card guessing game, yes, they're trying to like, yeah, yeah they're trying to like guess like telekinesis. Yes, um, the opening scene of uh, Ghostbusters. If you guys haven't seen it, ah, um, uh, sp- yes, spoilers. What's this? Um, oh, there's this movie where these people bust ghosts. You should check it out. Um, um. And then you hear Cheryl's voice, and she's guessing all the cards. And then she keeps guessing them like more and more rapidly. And then everyone looks at her, and then she turns around, and she's possessed, and she's all fucked up looking. And uh, mm-hmm. then she starts flying. And all herky jerky like a cartoon. Yeah, and she starts flying through the air, uh, very much like uh, you will see in every Sam Raimi movie <laughs> for the rest of time. Yes. Um, and uh, she warns them that one by one they will die um, she attacks them she grabs a pendle a pendle she grabs a pencil and stabs Linda in Jesus. the foot with it and, in the ankle uh, yeah the ankle and um, th- one of the things I like is uh, the door is open and they like kick her into it <laughs> And yeah. then uh, slam it closed, and then they, you know, there just happens to be a chain there to lock it down. So they do. And so now Cheryl is uh, locked in the uh, cellar. Something that was really silly to me as Scotty was like trying to lock her in the cellar, and she's very quickly like turning into this whatever. Mm-hmm. She looked a lot like the old lady at the end of Labyrinth. <laughs> That like hoards all the stuff. Yes. With like the huge yes. thing on her back. Absolutely. Very Jim Henson looking. Yeah. Yeah. There are there are moments of makeup, but then there are other moments of like puppetry, mm-hmm. um, and only a few of them, but they're there, and it's it is silly. Um, Scott is. Scott's doing something. I don't know. I can't remember. But the note I took was he walks past Ash, and Ash is just sitting on the couch, 
but there's just trash everywhere and Ash is just like sitting in it like it just really tickled me that like he would just he's just hanging out on the couch and there's just like shit blown all over the place and I don't know it just was a funny looking shot to me I didn't notice that at all yeah Ash is just like sitting amongst all this like junk um it was just funny um let's see uh the next note I have, so let me know if I'm skipping around, is that the evil smashes through the window and gets Shelly. Um, yeah. And Scotty goes to investigate, but doesn't really seem to care at all. Yeah, it's real weird. <laughs> um, but there's tons of uh, really nice, um, like, uh, anticipation buildups. Like, uh, can you hear me? Barely. It's a fucking dog. There? Alright. Am I cutting out, like, really bad? Every once in a while, yeah. Yeah, I think, honestly... I feel like I am. I think it's when you're moving around and when you're saying a lot at one time. So sit still and only say about oh. three words at a time. <laughs> okay. I'll just turn mine off and listen to you. <laughs> yeah, it may be a headphone issue, man. I don't know because it's... Uh, I have to find other headphones because I think these are going out on me or something. That might be what it is. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's not really been an issue before, though. But, yeah, it's fine. You've cut out a couple of times. Um, most of the time, mm. you're good, though. All right. Um, I'll have you repeat something if uh, if I didn't catch any of it at all. Okay. Um, to anticipation. Oh yeah, so up. there's lots of like you know pulls back the shower curtain, she's not there, um, stuff like that. Um, but then she does jump out and uh, just viciously scratch his face. I know this part. Had yeah, to be just a over and over and over. Yes, I hated this part with a with a fiery passion. Did you? Because the fingernails? Yeah. Fingernails. Huh. Even though she was scratching his face? I don't like that shit. Oh, all right. <laughs> you didn't I, you weren't aware of Doug's disdain for like I fingernails d- stuff? I do know, but I didn't think that just scratching somebody bothered him. Well not her fingernails like come off. Oh, they like peel back. I must have missed that when I was yeah. when I was taking a Oh note. god I I had diarrhea immediately. Uh, well, I, after I cleaned up all the puke in the floor, I finished watching the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, now this was also, this is where I was, you know what, I missed that because this is where I was making the note where uh, Scott's hair is, um, it's long when he goes into the bathroom and it's short when Shelly attacks him and then it's long when he comes back out of the bathroom. I didn't realize it. Um so she's fucking his face up he falls backwards into the living room kind of throws her off and then her head falls into the fireplace yes and then it's a minute before they like drag her out of the fire yeah like because Scott's like he knows something's up but he doesn't know that she's possessed by evil but he still is watching her head burn in that fireplace for a hot little second before <laughs> he drags her. Out. 
And Ash can't do anything to rescue her because he's trapped under a three-pound bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a. It's like it's not even a finished. It's like a it's T like, shaped thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like T shaped. So it's there's no back to it. He so can, it's like, just roll like over. It's like three pieces of wood that are on top of it. He's struggling hard at core. Well, Ash hasn't turned into the badass that we all know and love at this point, so um, he's True. Uh, yeah. Something um, that's super menacing right here, though, Cheryl is going nuts in the cellar. I have that. The whole time this is going yeah. on, she's like pushing that door up and laughing. Just and right door and screaming and cackling and all that stuff. And, they, and, it, and it cuts back to that several times. That's an unsettling, yeah. like... The demons yeah. are just having fun with the people at this point. Yeah, they're just fucking with them. Yeah. Um, okay, so help me out here. They're kind of tussling over this dagger. What leads her to chew her own arm off? She, uh, Shelly draws the dagger to stab Scott. He has a like a buck knife uh-huh. on his, on the like on his belt yes he pulls it off and like cuts her wrist almost all the way through mm. so she doesn't have control of her hand so she's got to bite it off oh okay. she like bites her hand off so she can grab the dagger again with i the other missed hand. just that little piece because i was taking a note then i looked up and she was chewing her arm off so i just i was just i knew that one of you guys had probably seen it so i was just gonna move on without rewinding it but um yeah so but that is also uh horrifying she's just like gnaws through her arm um and then um he gets the dagger and uh stabs her through the back which i felt like it was out of the way for him like i feel like he could have like she's on top of him so if he'd step but he reaches around (laughs) to stab her from behind he's not a professional assassin he don't know what he's doing that's true um, and I am. Uh, he's no Creighton Duke. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. Also, um, that was very. Yeah. It looks like in Freddy versus Jason, they took a page out of the book from this here. You know when who's it? Freddy that stabbed in the back with a knife holding that like his own hand is holding. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, now the vocal effects here are insane as she starts to scream. Yeah. Yeah. While she turns into Leatherface? Yes. It's just this yeah. multi-layered scream shriek. It's it's horrifying. Um, and then the gore is fantastic as well. Yeah. All the makeup effects are really disgusting and wonderful. And you can you can tell they uh, really the, didn't... I'm sorry, Doug. No, go ahead. Uh, you can tell they really didn't have a lot to work with, except mm-hmm. for like liquid latex. Um, that I mean, that looked like a lot of it was just liquid latex. Yeah. Um, and like color stuff but man ugh, that they, sound, get, that they was, get mileage out of it <laughs> I, uh, I I covered my ears during that part with like the demonic <laughs> shriek howl Just things that, but it's like layers it's really it's it's very menacing yeah it was very scary the, the gore in this in this entire series is just the right amount of over the top yes like he knows when to cut it off perfectly yeah, the point where, where it's, it's not so goddamn cheesy, you're like, all right, this is enough. Yeah, it's like, it's it's so much to the point where it is cartoonish, but it doesn't go so far past that you're like turned off by it. You're like, this is disgusting, but it's also 
hyper like stylized and yeah and, and still fun yeah speaking of being kind of comical uh the whole time that shelly it is shelly right now that's like yeah 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 um ash in the corner of that room he's holding an axe and he just looks like comically disgusted he's just like ew yeah <laughs> like the expressions on his face are really funny mm-hmm. um shelly gets up again ash is too afraid to act so Scott has to take the axe from him, and uh, he chops her up. Well, and he says, I felt like this was important to note, but he's begging Ash to like cut her, like to yeah. to bludgeon her, and he says, "Hit her, hit her," and then he changes and says, "Hit it," yeah, instead of calling Shelley yeah. her. Mm. Yeah, this Ash. is where that continuity was a little weird to me because he didn't hear that you had to dismember the evil it's to true. demolish it and he just proceeds to to whack maybe Shelley scott has always wanted to dismember somebody yeah or maybe that was his chance maybe he she's lost an arm and he stabbed her and she kept coming back so maybe he just did it out of like just if I chop her up, she can't get me. He ain't need no research. Yeah, no. Scott's mm. a Scott's True. a man. I think we were underestimating Scott. Well, I think he can still be a. You know, I find that the biggest pieces of shit are also very just manly types. So, uh, he you know he's he might be a he might be a natural born leader, but he's you know he's still just a big old pile of duke. Toxic masculinity on Toxic fleek. masculinity on fleek. Yes. Um. <laughs> And so they they take Shelly out, they bury her. Um, they take the time to make a little a little cross out of twigs to put there, which I thought was um, nice. Unnecessary. Yeah. Well, before they gather her body parts, they were flopping in the floor. Yeah, they I were. That. <laughs> like fish. Just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Scott's big plan is to go off and find a hiking trail to find a way out of there. And doesn't give a shit about Linda. Yeah. He's like, come on, let's go. And Ash is like, we can't leave Linda. She's so, hurt. She can't walk. Yeah. So then Scott's like, all yeah. right, fine. I'll walk off into the, I'll fuck off into the trees by myself. And, um, and so off he goes. Uh, Ash goes to Linda's bedroom to check on her. And he pulls the blanket back to check on her wound. And it immediately, like, turns black. And becomes infected with Satan, spreads yeah. all throughout her and body. Spreadly. Yeah, and so then she jumps up, and she's all, you know, Sataned up and crazy. Yeah, she's um, got the Joker face on. Yeah. Now Scott comes back. It feels like almost instantly, but I'm I'm to take it that he's been gone for a minute because uh, it seems like he it seems like he got two feet into the trees, and then they raped him, and then he came back. Um, yeah. He got raped in the abdomen, though. He did. Yeah, his face is all cut up, and his stomach's got a nasty wound in it. And his oh, his, his leg, wrist. Oh, his wrist. The bone protruding from his wrist. Yeah, bone sticking out yeah. of his arm. Yeah, Scott got Scott got toe up. Um, and then he's like trying to like knock some sense into Scott. Like Ash is like slapping him like really over the top. Like it's really silly. And he's injured very badly and yeah, Ash he's is so violently injured. shaking. <laughs> he's so hurt. <laughs> Ash is like slapping the shit out of him. That felt very three stooges to me. Yeah. 
Um, so Ash is going to kill Linda. Like he seems like he's going to do it, and then um, before he can, she uh, she turns back to normal. Air quotes. And then, Air bunny. Uh, yeah, and then Shelly does the exact same thing. She's like, I'm all better now. It reminded me of the thing. It's like, no, I want to come inside. I feel better. Yeah. I'm all right now. So let me in. Yeah. I, just, I don't want to be out here anymore. It's cold. Um, diabetes. Um, <laughs> and and then, she, what is she like taunting him with? She's like, we're gonna get you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, and then Shelly punches through the door. So it just tells me that like she could have she could have gotten out of there. Oh yeah, while Linda? Uh, Ash is Shelley. dragging Linda outside. Yeah. Ash um, is dragging Linda like Shelly punches through the door. Yeah. Well she like is rattling it so hard that it the yeah. the hinge, the Cheryl. hasp and all that. Oh we, mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheryl, 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 you're right. I Shelly's hacked up. Yeah, Shelly's Shelly's buried. Yeah, that's right. I was see they're fucking their names were too similar. Um Yeah, we're gonna get you Dragsland outside. Oh, this is this was a really great moment too. Like he's there's this whole scene where he's just pouring water into Scott's mouth <laughs> and it's just, yeah. it's just rolling out. <laughs> that was the tender moment and he's Taking care of his buddy. <laughs> he's like, here you go, pal. You need some water. And he's talking to him about how they're going to get out of there and they're going to get Linda a doctor. And, and this dude's just like not even conscious and this water's just pouring out of his mouth. <laughs> um, Linda's, Linda shows up back in the cabin. Uh, she's got the dagger. Uh, she stabs Ash with it and then licks his blood off of it. Um, then they kind of like struggle and then he gets the dagger and Mm -hmm. he stabs her with it. Well, he like twists her arm behind her back and has her stab herself. Yes, that's very true. And then she spews milk everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, she, yeah, she threw up all that milk. She just drank. Much like Shelly did. I didn't mention that when Shelly was just squirted white stuff everywhere. (laughs) Um, Yikes! <laughs> yep. uh, watch this one with your kids, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so he takes her out of the shed and he straps her down, and then he we get a glimpse of the chainsaw, like, and he even cranks it up, like he's gonna hack her up, but he just can't make himself do it. Um, nope. But he still buries her. But uh, didn't matter because he effed up by not chopping her up. Well, did you notice when yep. he was burying her, they played another version of that glancing back and forth game? Like, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was real nice. Like, she's looking at him, then he looks over, and her eyes are closed. Yeah, I, I thought that was cute, actually. Um, let's say I'm Raimi. He knows what he's doing. He knows. Um, <laughs> that was just for you. They can't see this, Doug. Um... He buries Linda next to Shelly, and then, of course, Linda punches through the dirt, uh, claws his leg all to shit, like, just fucks his leg yeah. up. Yeah. I have to note right here, mm-hmm. that 
jump scare scared me so bad Did it? that I had to pause the movie for a minute and like collect myself. It scared me so Aww. bad. Well, you should write a letter to Sam Raimi and tell him that Evil Dead, uh, 30 years later, still working. But then uh, I got a little comic <laughs> relief when Ash beat her with that foam railroad tie. <laughs> As she emerges through the from the dirt clean. Yes. That... And dirt don't stick to evil. We all know that. Um, that yep. and when she jumps at him and then he decapitates her with the shovel so cleanly. That dude has got some serious upper arm strength. Like, he just slices her head off with that shovel. And that's a sharp-ass shovel. It's gotta be. Um, sharp-ass. That was also the name of the movie. Sharp-ass shovel. Um so many working titles. I know. This is it was in production for a while. Also, mm-hmm. speaking of people walking away clean from things that should dirty them completely, uh, when Linda's body falls on him headless and just spews oh. blood all over him. He, he oh, walks yeah. away clean. He walks away, no blood all over. No. Yeah. <laughs> um he goes back to the cabin, the cellar doors open. Um Cheryl comes through an open window and um, attacks him. And then there's this weird bit about him running to shut the doors. He's like the front door. And he runs and he slams it. And she kind of has her hand in it. And then he runs to shut the back door. But she had just kind of like attacked him through a window. So I don't know why I thought he was safe with the doors closed. But um, He does like slam her. People can't get through doors for some reason. Just windows. He just slam her hand in the door. Yeah. And like smashes it with the butt of the butt. gun. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Eh. Um, so now he's going down to the cellar to get the shotgun shells and uh, the pipes, which were dripping some weird liquid, are now definitely dripping blood. Um, yeah. And the pipe breaks, blood spews everywhere. Comes um, out of like outlets, flows yeah. into light bulbs. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, it flew out flowed into that light bulb that was such a great effect and how the lighting slowly turned red yes love that was that. ash and then him on that projector oh yeah that was going on the blood started filling the projector and it's just slowly turned oh man it was so good yeah that's a great effect i love that whole scene i love when the cabin kind of comes to life um I'm, and i like how the camera like the point of view is like the things like whole field of vision like when ash is burying linda mm-hmm. like he her eyes are like covered completely with dirt yeah like frame goes completely dark same with the the blood with the yeah. projector oh that's yeah. pretty cool um oh and stuff. the the record player turns on here it's all stop motiony yeah really freaky looking yeah it's yeah. real weird um there's a the mirror like is water like ash puts his hand through it um yes the shutters are all flapping on the house real quick right before he like tries to touch the mirror that is water um Mm -hmm. there was a really cool shot where it's like upside down and then it like pans over his head yeah and there's just it's like a series it's like they wanted to condense, like Sam Raimi wanted to con- condense a bunch of weird shots right in a row. Mm-hmm. It's like one overhead shot. There was one uh, like right after Ash's shot from below. 
then another like he goes through like somewhere in the cellar maybe mm-hmm. or he walks into another room and it's like a tilted shot yeah yeah no this whole this whole series of moments is uh like you know it's become like a house of horrors at this point and even um even with the uh camera angles like they're definitely playing into that um yeah yeah he did a lot of dutch tilts and stuff like uh batman 66 to, to let you know that you know shit ain't right yeah and you uh you can hear ash's heartbeat Yep. Through that whole series yep. of spooky shots as well. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's a really great, like, chaotic, really scary scene. Uh, several scenes back to back. And then Scott's wa- Scott's Scott wakes up possessed as hell. Attacks Ash. They scuffle, and then then you get the eyeball gag, which is amazing. He just like shoves both his thumbs into Scott's eyes, and then just just that thick viscous blood just pouring well, out like, well, the part where Scott wakes up yeah you know Ash is at the door looking for Cheryl and how it's you know it's kind of he's at, an, at a distance and Scott just pops up you forget about Scott yeah and he just pops up and he's all fucked up you're like oh fuck and then all that mayhem ensues with him oh dude the eyeballs crazy. crazy and then like the stomach like that big just wound in his stomach with just... diarrhea spews out when he yeah. pulls that giant splinter out. yeah that's great uh, yeah. well there's one part right here too there was something really similar with the the two turned characters right here mm-hmm. uh that was very low budgety and i thought it was super charming uh, while Ash's back again, is, back is against that door before Scotty attacks him, um, is it, it? It had to have been Cheryl punches through the door and yep. like grabs him around his like neck and face, whatever. Yep. And you like all of her features on her hands have been covered up with liquid latex, so they can make it appear like they're like decaying skin. Mm-hmm. And her fingernails have been sharpied on, like permanent <laughs> marker in yeah. black. Yes. And then. Um, Ash breaks free from her, and no, doesn't he shoot her through the cheek at one point right here? Yeah. But when yeah. Scott attacks him, like as he's gouging his eyeballs out, you can tell, like you can see, his nose has been drawn on with like a, a magic marker, <laughs> like a black magic marker. <laughs> I loved that. I thought it yeah. was so that was, that was charming. Good. I liked it. Um, let's see. Okay, so now Shelley breaks through the door. Um. Shelly, not Cheryl. Cheryl, yeah. Cheryl and Scott are attacking Ash, and he is trying to get the book by throwing that tiny little necklace at it in the hopes that he can hook it and, like, drag it, toward pull it him. towards him. Yeah, which he does successfully, but. Um, Itty bitty mm-hmm. lasso. Yeah, the world's tiniest lasso. Um, <laughs> throws the book into the fire. What'd you say, Kendall? Itty bitty lasso. That, that's awesome. Oh. They said it fast. I was like, she's spouting incantations. Like, what the hell she said? Itty bitty lasso. So he throws the book into the fire. Shelly and Scott begin to melt. And um, this is some weird, like, stop motion type. Uh, stop motion claymation stuff. Yeah, it's interesting. And as their bodies, did you see Elise just then? <laughs> yes. She was in the frame for just a second. Um no, as their bodies are like falling apart, these two giant like claws like come ripping out of them. It's like the evil, like in like physical manifestation, like 
yeah. tearing through their bodies is really cool to look at. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, as they were decomposing, you could see it it had to have been cream corn. It looked like cream corn yes. just, like, poured out yeah. of Scotty's sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, Cheryl had that, like, Colgate, yeah. like, blue gel <laughs> toothpaste drool yes. coming out of her mouth. Yeah, absolutely. That um, was Aquafresh. Yeah. This yeah, was, that whole decomposition scene was amazing. Yeah, it's really I loved great. That. Um, oh, it was great. The part is when Scott slowly fell and his skull broke into three pieces. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so the join us chants fade away. The sun comes up on the cabin. Uh, Ash walks into the daylight. The clock is ticking normally now. The clock is ticking. Like everything, like he survived the night. And everything's okay. Something really silly here before you get into the mm-hmm. the, the closing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he opens the door, you can see you know where Cheryl punched through. You can see the clear like jigsaw cuts <laughs> that whoever like set design they cut a little too far in some places. That's funny. Very sharp little jigsaw cuts. Um, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So Ash walks out. Movie's over. Everything's fine except. Um, the camera, the evil, the POV, is behind the cabin, and it kind of like comes up from the ground, flies through the woods, bursts through the back door, bursts through the front door, and Ash turns around just as it's coming at him, and he screams, and then cut to black. Credit. Yep, that's it. That's the movie. I like that ending. They got that shot. Um, it was Sam Raimi on a dirt bike mm-hmm. holding the camera. And he zoomed through the house, and he almost like ran over Bruce Campbell and killed him. Amazing! Jesus, I was wondering yeah. how they got it so fast. Um, now I know. Yep, now you know. That's it, man. That's the Evil Dead. Great movie. My real guerrilla filmmaking. Mm-hmm. This is this is indie filmmaking. And it's great. Uh, yeah. Um, I love it. I love this movie. One of my favorites. This movie is, um, even for you know the cheesiness, it's extremely unnerving. Yeah, it's, it's all because of the sound. Yeah. And I mean, like, it is very unnerving to this day. It's great. Yeah, I was watching it today, and I was, there were parts of it where I'm just uncomfortable. My two-year-old was watching parts of it, terrified him. Uh, I'm a good parent. And, uh, yeah, no, it's scary. I like it. Good stuff. For as silly as it's about to get, um, this one doesn't like. There are silly things in this, but I don't think um, you know er- everything else is very intentional from now on. Uh, yeah. But this one is legitimately very scary. Um, good horror movie. Great horror movie. It was horrifying. So if that's what a great horror movie is, then <laughs> sure. This was very scary. Yeah, it is. And I, just like Doug said, all ninety percent of that terrifying. It's all sound. Yes, yeah. sound. Mm. Like I, I plugged my ears several times watching this. Yeah, it's a lot of unsettling stuff going on. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Well, that is the uh, Evil Dead. What? Well, can we talk about how hard Sam Raimi worked to get this movie going? Yes. Like it's based on his his short. What was the short called that came before this? Within the woods or something like something that. Something like that. 
it's basically proto evil dead mm -hmm. and uh he was like i want to make this a feature and he was literally knocking on doors and taking donations to get this done like bruce campbell was uh, borrowing money from family members taking out loans bruce campbell this is all out of out of their pockets out of their family's pockets out of their friends pockets and then after that sam raimi was letting anyone who wanted to see it he would show it to them he was like if you know anyone that can help me get this going fucking you know here you go and uh that's where he met all these famous people because you know word got out that this was a scary ass movie and uh hard work pays off is what i'm trying to say yeah uh bruce campbell put up his family's home and land uh to get yeah. the money to give to sam raimi to finish this thing so that was that was for the um that was to blow it up to 35 millimeter so it could be shown theatrically that's where they yeah. got that money yeah. it was from bruce campbell's putting his family's land up for collateral which is and crazy I, I saw um i noted some you could tell there was like family backing i saw s several ramies as uh, stand-ins oh, yeah. in the credits i saw a, a, a campbell which was likely i uh, imagine someone from bruce campbell's family yeah uh, yeah, I saw two Raimis that were um, like fake shimps. Yeah, Ivan yeah. and uh, I noted his name. What? Ted. Ted. Yeah. Do what? I know Ted's in all of them. Ted's yeah. always in everything Sam Raimi does. But was Ivan in this one too? Yeah, he was one of the stand-ins. That's cool. Yep. Ivan is their older brother who was a dentist who helped him write Army of Darkness and gave him a shit ton of money to make Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness. Wish my sister had been a dentist. That's all there is to that. Don't we all? <laughs> um, all right, folks. Well, uh, we'll be doing this every week. Uh, next week, of course, we're going to be talking about the Evil Dead Two. Um, yeah. So, so get in on that. But what we're going to do right now is like a new feature to the show, which uh, it's not entirely new because we kind of we do it in the form of like tangents throughout the show. But now I think. Um, just try to uh, do it as its own part of the show. Um, we're gonna be doing the. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm combing through, picking out top news for the week in horror, and um, so we can discuss. You know, any <laughs> Doug's got demons in his house apparently. China. It legit sounds like the fucking Evil Dead up there. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. I don't uh, know if my fighting or what uh we'll be discussing headlines from the world of horror oh, i'm gonna call it horror <laughs> headlines boom um oh hell isn't that cute and i just some stories that i've picked out from the week and uh we'll talk about them and uh obviously if you guys have anything to contribute um that you felt like i left off uh we'll do that so um, my first story for the week is uh shutter and joe bob briggs uh coming back the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs was so successful that it broke Shutter's website, and mm -hmm. uh, the reception to it was so strong that they're doing it again later this year. So we'll get another marathon. It looks like I think that's how they'll do it. I think they may do it maybe you know two, three, four times a year, maybe um, big, cool. big marathons. I've been watching this most recent one that aired on Friday the Thirteenth. 
Um, mm-hmm. So far, I've watched uh, Tourist Trap and Sleepaway yeah. Sleepaway Camp. What do you think? Uh, man, uh, Tourist Trap is ridiculous, but um, it has legitimately one of the most unsettling scenes in a movie that I've ever seen in my life. It was hard to sit through. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a death scene, and I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping you guys go check out the Joe Bob stuff on Shudder. At the very least, check out Tourist Trap. It's more fun with him, though, because he breaks into the movies. Like, he does an intro and an outro for each movie. And then instead of uh, commercial breaks, that's cool. Um, <laughs> my wife just started the dryer in the middle of this. Um, <laughs> and then she just shrugged her shoulders. Uh, she gives no fucks, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, there's an intro and an outro for each movie that Joe Bob watches with you. And he breaks in, instead of commercial breaks, uh, the Joe Bob breaks. So... He'll break down scenes or give you like trivia or stuff behind scenes that um, you just watched, um, and it makes it makes it a lot of fun. Also, he's just he's hilarious. If you guys didn't if you didn't watch Joe Bob on TNT in the '90s, um, he used to do this exact same thing. Um, so uh, I loved that when I was a kid, and I love it now um, as an adult. And I'm glad they're going to keep doing more of it. Um, Tourist Trap was crazy but i enjoyed it and then sleepaway camp was uh ridiculous but uh it was a lot of fun though um what'd you think about that ending Ooh man uh <laughs> yeah if you haven't seen sleepaway camp uh the ending is uh not shocking i'd heard about it before but uh seeing it was was a different thing altogether Seeing is believing. Yeah, seeing is. I was trying to think of like a really cute pun, but I couldn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Prowler, I know, is a movie that I've heard a lot of great things about. I've never seen it, and uh, it's part of that marathon. So I'm be checking that out soon. <laughs> now hear sirens. I I don't know what the fuck's going on. I may have to uh, leave you in a second. It sounds heated up there. <laughs> well, we can we can move through. Um, that's just that was my first story. Shutter, Joe Bob, you get more drive-in folks. So if you haven't seen the most recent incarnation of that, you can get a free month now, of Shutter and check will it this out. be available on their website at any time to watch, or is yeah. it like a limited thing? Nope, it's there. It is there. So um, cool. Yeah, I want to try Shutter out. Yeah, you should. I think you get a lot out of it. There's tons of. Uh, it's just they got everything on there. It's crazy. Um, obscure stuff too. Um, my next story was Scream Factory. Big list of releases. Uh, as you know, uh-huh. Carpenter Rant's big Scream Factory fans. Um, they put out um, fantastic. Uh, they put out fantastic. Uh, usually new uh, 4K or 2K at least scans of movies. Um, they pack it with brand new features uh, and any features that it had existed for it before. Um, and they got a, got a shit ton of new movies. They're putting out the Critters franchise. Woo! Which I've never seen. Um, you yeah, not so much. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw a picture of the Critters. <laughs> I felt like, man, that was right. Uh, there's a shit ton of stuff coming out. Candyman, uh, which is a movie I love. 
Uh, yeah, there's one good one in that series. You, oh yeah. Uh, to me, there's only one Candyman movie. I don't, uh, I don't go in for those Candyman sequels. And then um, the one I'm super pumped about is a movie we've talked about it here before, but uh, Hammer's Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Yes. Uh, one of my absolute favorite movies. One of my absolute favorite Dracula movies. I love that movie so much. Um, That's a great movie. It's so good. That ending where he falls through the ice and then the credits just immediately start to roll. It is unsettling and uh, is a great, great movie. Um, but mm-hmm. check it out. Check out Scream Factory. Tons of great shit coming out. Um, they're doing a trick or treat as well. Um Yes, I want to get that. Yeah, it's going to be uh, quite the. Uh, it's like packed with tons of sh- tons like of shit. extra shit. And that's a movie I don't own, so this is, now's the time. I don't need that. No, I don't. Uh, but yeah, trick or treat. Um, that wasn't part of this release, but it's also coming. So check it out, folks. Scream Factory. Spend some money over there. Um, not from Scream Factory, but also coming out is an Evil Dead 2 Steelbook 4K Blu-ray. Um, that's coming out mm. in October. And I saw a picture of the Steelbook. It looks awesome. Um, and it'll have, you know, they'll put a bunch of extra shit on there. But I definitely will buy. I will buy Evil Dead 2 again. I'm down with that. Man, talk about a franchise that has been milk to death with re-releases yep. evil dead you have every movie there's at least 10 different releases yep. and with them like this was the same thing but it comes with different artwork this one comes in a rubber necronomicon this one's blu-ray this one's a 4k blu-ray this one uh hd dvd come get that <laughs> that's hot right <laughs> Yep, folks. So if you're looking to buy a fifth copy of The Evil Dead 2, you can do that in 4K uh, coming in October. Um, I just have two more things. Uh, Comic-Con trailers. Uh-huh. Um, I watched the trailer for Glass. Uh-huh. Did, you, did you get around to watching that? I did, finally, yes. Okay. Um, so, and I'll have you know that this morning I watched Split. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. It is pretty good. Told you. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's a decent flick. It it is decent. And I was really trying to watch it with an open mind because I hate M. Night Shyamalan. I don't think he's good. I think he's made a couple of good things. I think the bulk of of his work is terrible. Um, and there are things that are very clearly, you know, I mean, this is his movie split. So there are things that are very clearly him and very clearly him in this movie. Every time I see him in his own movie, I get enraged because I don't like him that much that I'm having to look at him in his own movie. Um, but there's things with like dialogue um there's certain like storytelling elements like you know he uses a lot of flashbacks um and he does this in a lot of movies uh there's just i don't know the guy really gets on my nerves but this split is a decent movie and i don't think it's great i think that james oh hi your mama just got in the shower hey you want to see doug yeah, come here. Come see Doug. Get in my lap. Uh, look. 
Hey, look, there's Doug. You see him? Say hi, Doug. Hi. Um, you know, so there's just there's elements of it. It's a it's a Shyamalan movie, and um, but it's it's pretty good. Um, James McAvoy is amazing, uh, and I think that's yeah. What, just watching it for him yeah. is it. I mean, like he he blows you away. Yeah, he's stuff it's yeah, amazing yeah he's great he's he's really good i didn't um you know i i already knew it was coming because i know about glass and i read about it but i didn't like you know i didn't like that little stinger at the end with bruce mm. with bruce willis you know i just I, know, I and and so i've seen the glass trailer and again i think it looks pretty cool Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, I don't know. I'm real precious about Unbreakable because I love that movie and I don't really like any other of this guy's movies. I kind of like this one that I just watched, but, mm-hmm. But so, um, I think the trailer looks good though. Um, uh, it looks pretty good. I'm, I'm in for the ride. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go. Uh, but I just, you know, I'm. I'm cautiously optimistic, uh, as I am with anything that Shyamalan directs. Uh, you know, but it looks understandable. Cool. Yeah, check out the Glass trailer. Um, looks dope. Uh, I hope that it. I want it to be because I love Unbreakable and Split is pretty good. I think people. I think the thing is, he made a good movie, and then people are like, "He's back," and then he's like, "Yeah, I am now. Watch what I do." So I, th- I don't want people to be like too excited. Um, <laughs> Because his, yeah. his his batting average is is not great, but um, I'm in for Glass. I'll see it because I love Unbreakable and uh, Split was p- pretty cool. So yeah, uh, you got Bruce Willis, Samuel Jackson, and uh, you know James McAvoy, who I, I imagine he's going to be doing. I imagine he's going to be stealing the show in that movie. So. Oh yeah. Um, and the other big trailer, uh, as far as this show is concerned, would be Godzilla. King of Monsters. Oh man! Holy shit, dude! Um, that looks amazing. Have you seen this? Saw the trailer. Uh, yeah. Like it is beautiful. Yes. Like it's just, it uh, is just beautiful shots of monsters. Like I can't wait. Like I'm all for this movie. Yeah, that was that's a strong first showing, man. Like people are curious what this movie is gonna look like. Because in your last movie, you know, I I like Godzilla, but there, you know, you don't see a whole lot of Godzilla. So yeah. this movie, they're like, hey, guess what? We got fucking every monster you can shake a stick at. And uh, well, they came out and said uh, that you will see a lot of Godzilla in this movie. Good. And it's not only those four monsters; you will see other ones. Oh man, that's fantastic! I I'm pumped, yeah. dude. They got me pumped. I know you're a huge, huge Godzilla fan. Um, I am, and uh, I'm very excited for this movie. Yeah, can't look, you tell? Yeah, <laughs> it looks good, <laughs> man. Um, it's not related to this show, but did you watch the Shazam the Shazam trailer? I did see that. That, that looks, looks fun as hell. That looks adorable. That uh, they're doing that. They're doing that. Jeff John Shazam. Uh, and uh I dude, I think they got the tone right. That looks like a good movie. Um yeah. I saw somebody described it as uh, big but a superhero movie. And I was thought that was the perfect Oh, I'm all for it. I thought that was the perfect tone for that movie. Um it looks it yeah. looks like a lot of fun. It's good. Um, okay. 
And uh, the last story I have for the week is Halloween footage was shown at San Diego Comic-Con. And as you know, each and every week we are counting down to Halloween. It's almost here. It's almost here. (laughs) And uh, that should have just been the new name of our show. Um, Yeah. uh, Okay, so I read the description. Did you read the description of the footage? I did, but I totally I'm blanking on it. Okay, that's cool because I just read it. Um, it's just it wasn't a trailer, just a scene of the movie, um, and it was just some Michael action. And so uh, these kids are out trick or treating. They bump into the shape, and it's a it's all mm-hmm. one shot, and that's why they showed it. So um, it's one continuous shot. So they these kids bump into the shape, and I bet that's the moment that we see in the trailer. Um, yeah. And then from there, he looks into a house, and the camera follows him into that house, and he picks up a hammer, and he walks into this room where there's a woman, and he just bludgeons her to death with the hammer. And then after mm. she's yeah, after she's dead, he picks up a knife, and then he just walks into the next house, and then just stabs another woman, just random. Um, and it's all one shot. And I heard it described as amazing. So, huh? Yeah, um, I think. And in the article, it was just like you know, Michael's killings, you know, were like family related before, and now they're trying to get back to like they are random. Like he is just like he's a you know a murder machine. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, they got me pumped, man. I'm I am all ready. I'm already there for that movie, but. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I don't know. Uh, the randomness has gotten me kind of worried. Mm, I well, I think that's but just the first one. His killings weren't random. They were all everyone he killed was associated with Lori. And yeah, that was before the family thing. Established. Yeah, that's true. But this group of kids were just fucking around with his house, so he was checking out. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm still excited to see the movie. I mean, I the it would be very hard for me to believe that this movie would leave you disappointed. <laughs> it looks so good. Yeah. Um yeah, so that's it. That's all the uh that's all the horror headlines I got for the week. Alrighty. But yeah, that's uh you know, that's it, man. That's the new feature on the show. We're gonna be doing this. Uh probably like get into recommending some movies also. Um Yeah. Yeah, I recommend Tourist Trap. Just man, there's a one scene fucked me up, dude. It was unsettling. <laughs> um, but yep. So um, if you want to write in, of course, we're always at carbonandrantspod at gmail dot com. Uh, if there's some horror mm-hmm. news you think we missed, uh, but I am very uh, thorough this one week. I've done this, so uh, <laughs> test me. Um, no, you can write in, uh, as always, tell your friends about the show, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Yeah, we're on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, all that, all that horse shit. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> all that horse <laughs> We are, we're yeah. everywhere you can find us. Um, uh, we're on Twitter. Mm, fuck Twitter. Um, but we're there. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah, fuck it. Um, all right, folks. Uh, thank you for listening to Ash versus TCR. We've been your shimps. I'm Caleb. 
I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Keep on shimping. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Keep on evilin. Shimp scampy. Shimp scampy. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue shimp. Thank you for listening to the Carpenter Rants. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. Podbean.